This is where the fun begins. What's up, guys? My name is Tony, a.k.a. Star Wars Sith, and welcome to another episode of Sith Talk, where we talk Star Wars news, rumors, and coming soon. Today we have on the show JT from the JT Lovecraft Instagram page. How you doing, JT? You can never escape me. Uh, How you doing, bud? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good, bro. So tell us a little bit about yourself and about your Instagram page. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's just a whatever thing for me. I'm not regularly posting at all, so don't get your hopes up if you're following me. <laughs> but I do I do post things that I enjoy. If you enjoy them too, that's awesome. Keep you know keep watching me. But yeah, uh, yeah, my friends keep bugging me to make a YouTube channel. One day I might make you know videos and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, Instagram's pretty much it. Nice, nice. All right, so everyone that comes on, three questions. You ready? No. No. Well, no, we're going to start. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, yeah. So the first one is, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? <laughs> so I feel like a lot of my answers are actually going to be your answers, too, because we like a lot of the same stuff. But it's going nice. to be Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Nice, nice. Why Revenge for you? Um, the darkest, grittiest Star Wars. Uh, and I just love... I just love that whole era. The transition from the prequels to the OT, that is perfect. Um, and plus, when I was a kid, uh, that was the first one I've seen in theaters. One of the first oh, movies nice. I remember watching in theaters. So, yeah, I was like four. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. yeah, it's revenge for me. Like like you said, the darkest, grittiest one. Like, And it's not every day where like kind of the bad guy kind of basically wins in a sense. Yeah. And... Yeah, that movie's just classic. It never gets old. And I still remember to this day seeing it in theaters, man. Like, I'm just so happy and lucky that I saw all of the prequels in theaters. And I have, like, clear memory of seeing every single one. So, yeah. Mine's mine's uh, pretty foggy. I remember scenes of it because I was young at the time. So my yeah, mom yeah. was covering my eyes for all the good parts, like Grievous's head exploding from the yeah. Anakin burning, you know. She's like, yeah. and I was peeking through her fingers. Yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So the next one is, what's your favorite Star Wars show? Only one between live action or animated. <laughs> You're going to say one, but I value them both at the same level. And it's both Clone Wars, that specific era. Oh, okay, if, I okay. have to, if I have to pick one, though, maybe the Tartakovsky one. Uh, oh, just okay. because of how quick things move. Yeah, um, yeah. And you don't even have to be really big into anime to think, like, the animation style and the way things, uh, you know, the pacing is, is pretty awesome. On that. A lot of important stuff happens, too. So. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, th that's a tough one. I think mine's is Clone Wars. But, like, I think after the Ahsoka show, I think it's going to turn back to Rebels because it's close okay. for me between Rebels and Clone Wars. Clone Wars Season 7 puts it over the edge, of course. But I'm rewatching Rebels right now, and I'm like, damn, there's some bangers in this. And I forgot there's a lot of Vader in there. Like, I was just watching oh, yeah. the episode where Vader was talking to Palps through the like the hologram and i'm like i forgot about this so there's a lot of gems in rebels man i gotta rewatch rebels especially since ahsoka's coming out like you seen that trailer you you and i seen that trailer at celebration yeah. man that's a that's a must if oh. you want to understand the nitty gritties yeah yes yes and we're gonna get it's a celebration a lot more in, in a second cool so the last one is who's your favorite character it's Maul. <laughs> yes! Yes! yes Justice for Maul. So why, why is it Maul for you? Well, um, so my first movie that I've seen as a kid that I remember watching in theaters was Avengers of the Sith. But yeah. I've been born into Star Wars. My dad was a fan. 
um, he had the PlayStation One, and we were playing Jedi Power Battles. You know, nice. it's super low poly graphics, and like you're a little pixel. Yeah, Adi yeah. Galio with a red lightsaber, Plo Koon with a yellow one, right? And it's just a hack and slash all the way through uh, the Phantom Menace. Um, but just like little nostalgic bits like that, like I was, I, I probably seen one movie or the other before. Like that was my first. Like maybe A New Hope was my first, and that's yeah. where I started. But I, I was so young, I can't remember where my starting point was. So I'm just. I was molded by it. I was born into it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry, what was the question? So. So <laughs> oh, why? Ma, ma, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, just seeing him as a kid uh, in the Phantom Menace, that specific face was ingrained into my brain. Yeah. Uh, j- just the, the tattoos, the horns, everything. Yep. So, and then you get him fleshed out in the Clone Wars. He's the ultimate. You know, he's the ultimate bad guy that returns. That makes sense that he returns, though. Yes. No, yeah, no. I, I feel the same for sure. Like, just seeing him that first time in that trailer, I was like, this dude looks so cool. And then getting more in Clone Wars and getting more in Rebels, um, I just want more. I feel like he, they need to do something big with him or something more. Like, why not use him? Like, they bring everybody else back. Yeah. So. I, I, I get, you know, I'm, I'm losing my patience over time when it comes to star wars uh bringing people back because it's yeah. dulling me to the point where if someone actually goes i'm like expecting them to come back at this point you know yeah um, and so like a casual fan like my parents they've seen darth maul in the phantom menace they remember that but they've never seen the clone wars yeah uh, yep. so and then they see him appear in solo and they're like i thought that guy was dead and i'm like yeah you have so much to learn yeah that, <laughs> and i envy that that's actually how I got uh, into Clone Wars because I never watched Clone Wars, and I'm watching Solo, and I was just like your parents, bro. I'm like, dude got cut in half. What? <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I googled it, and I'm like, Clone Wars. So I, I binged all the Clone Wars, all the Rebels, and I was like, wow. And like from then on, it was just Maul. Maul's that dude, man. Mm-hmm. And what's that comparison? He's the uh, that Greek. That Greek goddess or Greek god or, or whatever that character in that uh, mythology. He's constantly, or Achilles, is it? I don't know. Maybe. He's constantly the character that rolls the boulder up the hill and it falls back down on him. Oh. I, I love the, I love an underdog story. Yeah. And especially when you're so close to getting it, that's just entertaining to watch. No, for sure, for sure. So I got a couple articles we'll get into in a little bit, but the first thing I wanted to talk about celebration. So. <laughs> That, was that your first celebration, London? Yeah, and my first time to Europe and all that stuff. So. so what did you think about celebration period and your first time being at London? Like, tell me everything you uh, experienced. So I've been to a few conventions before, uh, like mm-hmm. Fan Expo Canada. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, just little ones here and there. But this was the first, like, all day, like convention that was huge that i spent the, all the time there yeah um so many important people there and it was all star wars too because usually when you go to conventions you if you're a star wars fan you like to try to pick out the star wars stuff yeah right? um but it being all star wars what a vibe honestly yeah no one yep. was complaining talking about everything was just love everybody loves star wars and that's the reason they're there for um and first time going to europe i mean it's ridiculous. I wouldn't have been able to do it without my buddies that I was uh, hanging around because I've traveled before at yeah. ICC. Um, but flying a plane over there and then ha- having a local friend that was actually like 20 minutes away from like a train. We walked and then we just took uh, trams that yeah. took us right to the 
everything was super conveniently placed and it was a blast. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, so that's the one thing about Europe, specifically London, it's so easy to get around. Like all you really need yeah. is like with my iPhone and maps got me everywhere. You just hop on a train, tap to pay, so easy. So yeah, London is such a vibe. That was my second time going there. The first time I went was like 2018 for like two, three days, which was like a tease. But being there for a week now, oh, it's it's so much fun, man. And then, yeah. like you said, for celebration, like nobody's there complaining. Like so, like online, the Star Wars fan base can be very toxic and conflicting <laughs> with each other. <laughs> but that's that's not the case there. And so I've been to four of them, and and everyone, it's all fun, all love. Everyone's happy. Everyone's nice. It's kind of like scary that the place like that exists because nowadays there's not a lot of like safe havens you could say where you go and no matter what you like, everyone embraces you, yeah. which is awesome. So, um, Shoot, even if you're a YouTube channel and you have a specific opinion, you're either a fence sitter or you're one side or the other. You're always yeah. never going to make everyone happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what was your fate? Your like your one favorite memory or part from Celebration London? I, honestly, and as awesome as Celebration was, it was just hanging out with my friends. Uh, I spent hours jumping on their podcasts and stuff and just talking with them and all. They're all passionate about Star Wars, just like me. Uh, my buddy Nick is the one that's uh, local to, um, you know, to the area in London. Yeah, yeah. And he was showing everyone around. We we all stared at an Airbnb together and never and I've never done something like that. I wish mm. I uh, was able to stay more than a week because a few of them actually stayed a little bit longer than we did when we were down there. But we would just jump and play. We went to Nando's. We went to the movie theater and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But enjoying celebration with them specifically because we were hyping it up for months we were like yeah. we were sitting yeah, yeah. we were sitting in like discord just on chat and we were like dude next year we're going and we're like oh okay we got to look out for those ticket drops yeah <laughs> so, and they were boom eating up quick so. yeah i think for me mine's pretty much the same like the best part was meeting so many people and just hanging out with friends there like i met so many people and it was just crazy and that's the thing I think I enjoy the most is just the people, meeting new people. Like, I met people from London, Ireland, Scotland, uh, Kuwait, Germany, Belgium. Like, that was just wild. And so, yeah, man, it, it was a blast. Um, the one thing I wanted to know the most when I went was, like, is a London celebration, a Europe celebration, is it different than, like, a U.S.? Because I did Orlando, Chicago, Anaheim. And London was the first, like, Europe one. Bro, yeah. it's the same thing. It is the same exact thing. Like, everything's the same. So, um, I was glad to see that. Like, I just felt right at home as soon as I got yeah. there. And that's great, too, because that, like, takes the stress off your shoulders as well. Because yeah. you know how it's going to run. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and now knowing that it's going to be like that in, in a foreign country as well. Uh, yeah. For, like, Japan or something. It's going to be a little bit hard with the street smarts, uh, reading signs and trying yes. to figure out where things are going to be. Yes. Find that. a local friend, I tell you. Yeah. But when you get there, there there were so many Americans uh, at the oh, London yeah. Excel Center. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. No, so so many people. And it's crazy. A couple of them, they're going to be at ICC Con. Like, they were DMing me, like, yeah, we're going to be there, too. I'm like, oh, cool. What's up? Say, uh, say hi when you see me, of course. Awesome. But, um, yeah, tons of people from the States went out there like tons but yeah i met so many people from out here but just meeting all like the people scattered around the world was awesome are you going to japan 
it's it's a yes and a no um mainly because it's too early for me and it's in two years so i don't really two have years. a definite yeah. answer um but that's just the thing though J- visiting japan i've always wanted to do it yeah um but having the limitation like okay star wars celebration is in two years so if you want to hit up celebration and japan now's the time to do it so it's like yeah. put a time limit on my vacation which yeah. I was kind of skeptical with going with London too, because I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Celebration for four days, and then I have how many days after, you know, in the week and, and stuff yeah. like that, that I'm going to be staying extra to actually view London, which yeah, is something yeah. I wanted to do as well. Um, but who knows? We have a lifetime. We can always go back. So I think it's leaning more yes than a no, but it's still up in the air. Yeah, so for me, I've always wanted to go to Japan, but that 18-hour flight from Florida, like... <sighs> I'm like, ah, I'll get to it maybe later in life. But now that this is happening, it's like, okay. So what I'm doing is I'm going to do, I think it's 10 days out there. So the first six days is all Japan stuff. And then the last three days will be at Celebration. Because it's only three days. It's a short one, which yeah. is kind of weird. Like, give us, I don't, maybe it's good because it's less days to spend more money at the con. But... <laughs> At the same time, you want to enjoy every moment of it because it's gonna go so fast. Yeah, and that's what that's what the worry was for me as well too. Because I don't spend like I don't have a job where I spend all day standing on concrete, so my legs aren't trained for that. So oh yeah, walking to the train stations, you know, twenty minutes here, twenty minutes there, standing all day on concrete, and then having to walk back and ride trains. First two days, my legs were shattered, but I just realized I'm like. I'm with my friends that I never get to see. I'm in Europe. I'm at a convention that I've always wanted to go to for like so many years now. I just have to kick through. And when I did, it was like, it was like an internal callus, man. Like my legs were stiff, but I, I walked the pain off, you know, striker and was it X-Men origins? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Movie was like, walk until your feet bleed. That's what I did. And I just kind of forgot that I was in pain (laughs) because I was walking so much, but dude, that is, it's definitely, it's definitely a thing. If you've never been to Celebration, you strongly recommend it. No, yeah. So basically, we got two years till it, but I'm pretty sure tickets will be on sale in a year. Like yeah. from Orlando to Chicago, Orlando was 2017, Chicago is 2019. So it's the same amount of time in between, just like London and Japan. So then tickets for Chicago went on sale June 2018, right in the middle. So I have a strong feeling next May, June, July, one of those months, probably in June, those Japan tickets will go on sale and they should be cheaper than London's because it's three day, not four day. So that's kind of a plus right there. Mm-hmm. But um, then you got to book everything else. So I've been looking at prices for everything. Everything is reasonable, but the flight, the flight is ridiculous. Yeah, that's and it's long, too. Like, that's, yeah. that's the journey in itself right there. Yeah, but I think with that. I also added an extra day. That way, my first day there doesn't really count as a day of my six days in, in Japan. Because, like, I'm going to be so messed up from 18 hours of flight. They're, like, 13 hours ahead of us in the future. So, like, when you, like, I can't even comprehend when I leave here what time or day it'll be when I land there until I'm there. It's too, too hard to think of. But... It was odd just going on the British Airways plane. Uh, five uh, you, uh, yeah. you blink and it's like nighttime. Okay. All right. Daytime. All right. Cool. We're yeah, having breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be crazy for sure. But yep. um, I think the next one after that probably be 2027. And then that one I'm hoping is in Orlando. 
because we all thought this 2025 was going to be Orlando. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll see, man. And that's a weird place to have it, too. I know we haven't had a celebration in Japan in quite some time. I forget. 2008. 2008, 2008 was the last. Yeah, yeah so it's, bro. it's been a while. But then to just give it only three days and I know. make that the location for the Revenge of the Sith 20th anniversary, I it's know. just a little weird. But it's, it's still doable, you know? No, no, for sure. No, for sure. <laughs> so the first article we're going to get into, and we kind of talked about it on my stream yesterday. Um, oh, man. But yeah, man, uh, Ray Stevenson passed away. Uh, what was it yesterday? So Sunday, something like that. Yeah. So crazy, man. Like we just, we literally were just talking about how we just saw him on stage at Celebration. This dude has done so much Star Wars, Marvel, and then he just—he's always a, a good bad guy in every movie he's in or show. So, yeah. what do you think about that, man? I mean, he even just comes off as a good person, like a just yeah. stand-up dude. Just because I've never met the guy, I've never talked to him, nothing like that. But out of the stuff that I've seen, interviews, and just like you said, seeing him on stage in the flesh, he was so humbled to just be in that role of what he's coming, Balin something in Ahsoka. Yeah, Balin. Yep. The new bad guy. You know, it's just it. And I said it, you know, it, before. It's just like the Chadwick Boseman situation, where f watching the new product come out without like the main guy or one of the main characters just feels a little bit off yeah. um but it also it kind of enhances the performance too because you you watch his role so any badass moment he has it's just going to be that much more cooler any sad yeah. moment that's going to be in the show involving him is just going to be that much more depressing you know it's it's going to be a lot uh, to take in and it's and it's surreal to think that we just saw this guy and he was almost going to spoil something on the stage. And yeah. Filoni was looking over like, don't you say anything. Yep. They yep. should have just let him say something, man. 58 is way too young to go. Pour one out for Gar Saxon. Fantastic actor, you know. Yeah, man. Balin in the Ahsoka show, Gar Saxon in Clone Wars. Like, yeah, man, it sucks. And, like, I wonder what happens with his character in the show. Like, does he survive the whole show? Like, if he passes away in the show, are they going to change that? Like, I don't know, man. Recasting is always a different can of worms that is very shoddy. Yeah. Um, but, dude, it's just sad. It's just sad. Yeah. My whole day was ruined when I heard that news. Yeah, no, no, for sure. So the next one, a little bit more positive. You saw uh, Natalie Portman, like, talking about how she was might potentially be open to coming back and stuff. Yeah, and that's the key word too, open. I've seen a lot of people on like, dude, and freaking Padme's coming back, Padme. Yeah, like, listen, yeah, read the bait. text. She said she's interested. It's yeah. not, I'm I'm coming back this time. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I saw a lot of people having articles or YouTubes like, she's, she's back, she's coming back. I'm like, no, I read it. She's open to it from yeah. that interview. I would love it, bro. And like, oh, yeah, dude. Like they had a missed opportunity in Kenobi. They could have had a flat a Padme flashback. Like uh he, like Vader could have had a nightmare. They could have had her in there. She's basically there on set all the time. Disney, she was in Thor and stuff like that. She was a force ghost at the end of Thor, spoilers. But um <laughs> I would love, I would kill to see her. And then if she were to be back coming to the conventions, I would kill to meet her, bro. Like, if she was at Celebration in Japan or, like, New York Comic Con or something, like, oh, man. I think her first return 
coming to like a convention or something would be in such high demand. Oh yeah, it'd be, oh, it'd be even higher than Hayden and Ewan because they've yeah. been doing it for a couple of years now. Yep. But yep, dude, Natalie Portman done Jesus. sold out first twenty minutes, twenty um, seconds even. I don't even. Uh, everybody, like you said. everybody, in some point in their life had a crush on her from something, bro. <laughs> from something, bro. It's freaking Padme. So hopefully, that would be cool. Yeah, hopefully it leads to something. I don't know, man. I doubt it, but you never know. You think never think know. of all the think of all the actors like uh, Liam Neeson that he, oh. he's like Ooh. interviewed. He's like, yeah, they never even called me. They yeah. didn't even contact me. Yep. Of course, he's a forest ghost. We didn't yep. all see it coming, but there was a very strong prediction, of, of right? Course. There were very yeah. high suspicions over it. So, I mean, the actors are always gonna lie to protect their role. It depends on what they want to say, but yeah. yeah, I would love to see that. And speaking of that, did you see uh, the Freddie Prince Jr. thing where he was talking about how he doesn't want to do Kanan no more, that he didn't want to do it for Bad Batch or Rise, this or that? You saw that, right? That... You can't throw us off your scent. Bro, he's so, <laughs> uh, like, so full of shit. And, like, literally, he was supposed to be at ICC Con this weekend for months. Like, he, his autographs were selling, his photo ops were selling. All of a sudden, last week... Uh, Mike tweeted that, oh, he's not going to be there. And everyone was worried that, oh, is he sick? Did something happen? And he, Mike was like, no, he's filming or he's doing some some movie stuff. Bro, this man is not in no movies right now. If anything, he's doing voice work or if he's going to be live action Kanan and in an Ahsoka flashback, he's filming that shit right now. Yeah. Or Literally right now. Or Scooby-Doo 3. Who knows? Bro, no. <laughs> no. So, but yeah, that is very, very suspicious. Uh, super right suspicious. Like all of us, yeah. and like, why would you cancel ICC? Try to make it decent money, but like, yeah. Disney money for Star Wars for Ahsoka, bro. I'm calling it now. It might just be a voice, and maybe though whatever. But we're gonna get some sort of Kanan flashback. Yeah, and not to veer too far off, but uh, um, we mentioned it twice while we were live here. Is uh, ICC for those who you don't know is basically yes. Star Wars celebration on an affordable scale for yep. the public. When I went, uh, uh, I got to meet Mike Havens and he's such an awesome upstanding dude. Um, super cool. We, we were in a hotel that he rented out for everyone and it'll never be like this again. I don't think because of how quickly it's growing. He, yep, has, yep. To, he has to constantly get bigger buildings, but we were in a hotel, the Sheraton city music hotel. It was like a squared off building with a courtyard in the middle. And all of the friends and everything were just chilling out in the courtyard. We dominated. We have a massive table. He just comes out, has a drink with us. And I got nice. it on my Instagram highlight. We're just sitting in a chair. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, that's uh, so cool. Super, super awesome, dude. And I plan on going to that before I even started uh, jumping on people's podcasts and pretty much making myself known online about like talking Star Wars and stuff. Yeah. Um, so if I went there by myself... I would have got what I needed to do and then went up to my room and just waited for the weekend to be over. Because that's all we went for. We went for a weekend. That's how yeah. quickly it went. But the, the ability to just walk around the hotel with your friends and all of a sudden Ian McDermott just walks by. Hi, Ian. The freaking Ooh, Emperor. What? Yes. Walking like a foot away from you. Like in the crowd and no one says anything either. Like they just, I'm like, did you just see that? No one just yeah. reacted that you just walked by. Anyways. Yeah. ICC yes. is growing and... It's going to become celebration, no, non-corporate. So literally, my friend OG Geek Mike went last year, 
and I saw his video and I'm like, what the hell is this show? I never heard of it before. It's in Nashville, Tennessee, like the small, like super random. And I'm watching it and I'm like, yo, this looks like the next best thing to celebration. It looks like a mini Star Wars celebration. Like they have the whole Clone Wars cast there. This year they have the whole Rebels cast. Like it's and like you said, it's only gonna get bigger and bigger. So I'm glad I'm I'm here now and I have a strong feeling this will be a yearly thing, like going to celebration every time. Like I don't think I'm gonna wanna miss ICC Con next year. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going next year, hundred percent. I just couldn't this year, but yeah, that that was last year when I went. That was the um one of the first conventions that they started having Ashley, uh, Matt, and James traveling together at multiple conventions. They were now it's just yeah. a thing. All three of them travel to conventions yep. together, and you can just see all three of them: Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi Wan. Uh, but that was one of the first that they did it. And then you have Anthony Daniels, E. McDermott. And then yeah, a couple, bro. like, Kenner people, like, official people. Yeah, Mike said yeah. that he was able to get them because when he had Daniel Logan, apparently he hooked him up. Oh, um, nice. Connections, you know, and it'll never be like that again or where it's like you'll see them walking by. Uh, that was the convention where I actually was able to spill out my guts and personal feelings, uh, something really personal for uh, the Clone Wars people. And nice. uh, James... Arnold Taylor, Ashley Eckstein, and Anna Graves, the voice of Duchess of Teen. Uh, yeah. All three of them are actually following me on Instagram because That's of that. That's so cool. Um, it's super personable uh, people, super personal convention. Everything yeah, was yeah. just, it was right. I know. I'm so, st- I'm so excited, bro. So I, You're going to have a blast in the next couple days. I fly out this Thursday and then Friday, since I have the press pass, Friday's a VIP only day, but VIPs, they start at 12. Press could go in starting at 2 p.m. that day. So I'll get a little bit of that day, and then I'll be there all day Saturday, all day Sunday. I'm going to try to get those videos out quick, bro, because I don't, I kind of know what to expect, but it's in a new, bigger place. And I don't know if you saw the map he posted on Instagram. looks like freaking Disneyland. That map is huge. Yeah. He's constantly getting bigger buildings. And uh, yeah. if, you, if you keep your eyes open, because I know you're big into Funkos and stuff, uh, and this goes for, like, all the toy trading. So when I was there, everyone was starting to flock. It was, like, 10 at, like ten p.m. at nighttime. We're all just, it's really quiet. All of a sudden, zero to 100, people are starting to talk, flooding into the lobby. People are, yeah. boom, setting up tables, boxes from nowhere. Toys, like, figures um, from, like, 01 and, like, 1999. Yeah. Like, original figures inbox sealed this is like the black market of toy trading like i it's know so cool. I, I cannot wait to see that stuff you definitely oh. gotta hit that up it was and yeah. i didn't even buy anything but i was just happy to walk around and be like dude this is awesome that dude's holding a anakin with the blue c- cloak and everything right when yeah. he goes on the invisible hand and has like the little silver collectible coin in the back of the thing it's just yeah. it's so nostalgic and cool no i cannot freaking wait man <laughs> so this excited the hell out of me so we got a rumor within the last like six, eight months about Ubisoft making an open world Star Wars game, and then we heard nothing of it. Now, lately, they're, they're, they're kind of saying that within the next 12 months, they should be dropping a major game, and everyone's saying it should be their open world Star Wars game. Have you, Did you he- hear about this? I, I didn't hear about that, but I have uh, some sort of thought on it when it comes to open world like what like what exactly do they mean open world like it's pretty vague is it like full I, galaxy exploration I, so that's what people are saying they're saying you can hop from planet to planet do this do that i i forgot they i think they have another open world game i forgot what it's called no man's sky it, 
Uh, I, it's, I think it's, um, ah, no, what is this? Maybe it says it in this article. It's, it's something else. Um, I forgot what it's called. It's like a weird name. Um, but it's supposed to be like a true open world game, not like survivor, which you can hop from planet to planet, but you're still kind of following a path. I believe it's like a true open world game where you could do different things and you'll get different outcomes depending on what you do supposedly, which I feel is what we need because the replay value on that would be through the roof if you could oh, be yeah. a Jedi in one playthrough, a Sith, a bounty hunter, like a freaking a moisture farmer, if you want to do random stuff, a smuggler. So if it's like that level, this game will be insane. Yeah, No Man's Sky came out um, a handful of years ago, and that was a pretty much open world alien planet exploration like you're in space doing a little bit of combat and then you go down and you can like harvest material or something like that like kind of like subnautica but you can go into the space as well as the ocean um but yeah dude it, i don't know fans are definitely gonna want um like space combat the ability to not only be in space and board like a venator or like a, a capital ship yeah but the ability to also go from the atmosphere all the way down, down. to the planet. You know, imagine they want that seamless that? transition. Yo, instead of just that? instead of just like Battlefront Two, where it's like supremacy. Okay, we captured the flag. Now it's a cutscene, and then we just teleport up there. No, dude, I want to yeah. fly up there. I want my team to rely on me being a yeah. skilled pilot to get to the battle. Um, and that's gonna be a. If this is as open world as they say it would be, that's gonna be bigger than like Grand Theft Auto Five's file size because that's a massive game to be yeah. with no for so. sure so hopefully uh hopefully we do get it next year that'd be nice if it, um i think it's the rumor like uh march 2024 april 2024 i'll take it man i mean they should be pumping out a star wars game every year i don't know these studios are slacking because we will buy the hell out of it oh yeah so and if quick. it's if it's a big like open world star wars game I know with Grand Theft Auto V, they had the voice actors doing quotes for the whole game, and it took them years to just, you know, lay them down and oh, do the mocap yeah. for it. So they, if it comes out in, like, a year, that means they've still been working on it as we speak, like, before yeah. <laughs> for quite some time. So yeah, very no, interested in that. No, for sure. So this next one, uh, they interviewed the Harrison Dula actress for uh, um, the Ahsoka show. Okay. And I guess she mentioned that Hera is going to be a little bit different in the show. Um, so she said, I see Hera as an incredibly strong but complicated person. She's going to be very maternal, but she's also a, the leader of this crew. And as we see, she continues and becomes a general. So she's leading quite a lot of people and she's becoming something of a legend in her own right. Which all that's expected because she already was a leader. When Kanan passed, spoilers, she had to be even tougher and stronger especially mm -hmm. having his son. So, I mean, I kind of can see that. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, but when I hear, like, maternal, that's that seems kind of reserved, you, you know, like, not in the fight as much, like, focusing yeah. more on the, uh, her mm. kid and, uh, was it Jason, right? J yeah, Jason Sindula. Jason Sindula. Yep. Um, but then it also, right after it says she's going to be a general, so is she going to be that and then turn in, back, like, back into a general? Is she going to, like, backtrack? Who mm. knows? Yeah, I mean, we'll see, but... I have all the confidence in the world because this Filoni wrote all eight episodes. 
So his story is going to be consistent and clear the whole way through, which makes me so happy. So one, yeah. you did you get into the Ahsoka panel? Yeah, I got into the Lucasfilm panel and the Ahsoka one. Yeah. So the Ahsoka trailer we got in the Lucasfilm panel that released that everybody saw was fire, like mm-hmm. fire. But the one we got that Saturday in the Ahsoka panel, it blew me away with just the two extra things of Thrawn <laughs> and what Sabine found. Hold, and, holding and... Ezra's lightsaber. Yes. Yeah. So what did you think of that second trailer, bro? <laughs> I, I actually kind of valued it the same because they, they said it was remixed, but they actually pretty much showed a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. oh no, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what I th- thought was basically just the reaction of the people when they saw Thrawn walking, everyone was like, from, yeah, from still because, because it's Thrawn. An official could walk up on stage and say Thrawn and the entire audience would go, yeah. Yep. So yep. seeing the same thing we seen yesterday at the Lucasfilm panel and then it just cuts right to his face. We're like, yeah. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> that was, was intense. Hype. Pure 100% unfiltered hype. And it got even worse after that, the hype, because as soon as the trailer cut off, he walks out on stage. Oh, my <laughs> God, bro. Lars Mikkelsen. You want to meet him? Well, he's yeah. here. We're like, no. <laughs> and he did the Thrawn voice for a little bit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Goosebumps, bro. And the Goosebumps. fact that his brother Lars was there at the same convention, too. Like, oh, yeah. they should have just yeah. they should have just told us ahead of time to just get the autograph, get our suspicions out of the way. That would have yeah, been the new man. hype. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, that, that trailer was crazy. Um, my hype for the Ahsoka show is through the roof, man. Like, I just want the confirmed date already so I can plan around it. Because, like, allegedly that one leak said the 31st, but I think that was a generic placeholder because it's the last day of the month. It's, a, it's like a Thursday. It's not even a Wednesday, so that doesn't make sense. So that can't be the actual release date since it has to be a Wednesday usually. So... Hopefully it's the beginning and they don't make us wait because, like, I want it now, man. <laughs> I actually don't want it now. I want it now, but I don't want it now because Why? I think it's because I think it's so good. I don't want it to just be dumped on me like that. I want the hype to simmer with, like, nothing Star Wars coming out and then just be oh, fresh air. That is. Yeah. Ahsoka. Really? Nothing. There's no other projects? No, we have. Video games? Nothing, n- nothing bro. It's going to be a boring summer for Star Wars. Oh. Then it's gonna be a summer of Ahsoka, and it's gonna it be is. amazing. You it can is. count on me. No matter the release day, I'm gonna be staying up to see the new episode. Oh yes, yeah. no, I'm <laughs> gonna be requesting every Wednesday off from work, and then I'll be up 2:30 a.m. ready to record my reaction right when it drops at three. Or usually it's like 2:50, 2:55 a.m. They've been hitting on Disney Plus, so. Um, yeah, man. Oh, cannot wait, bro. That scene where she cuts the window and then jumps out. Dude, look at my arm. I just forgot I had a freaking tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I actually got that. It kind of segueing back to our previous two topics. Um, so ICC, when I met the three or the four Clone Wars people, mm-hmm. I had, um, so I didn't, I get, uh, I'm juggling my words. My brain's <laughs> racing. But um, I had... Matt Lanter, James Montero, and Ashley Eckstein, uh, one, two, and then Ashley did those. Uh, they did the first tattoo, like, collaborative like that, you know, nice. on anyone. And then when I went to Celebration, um, I had the Jedi of the Republic symbol uh-huh. stenciled in, and I went with the same level of advertisement, like, hey, can this be the autograph? Rosario Dawson, oh. those were her people, right? 
Celebration, that was one of my main complaints, was the staff. And I get their volunteers, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you don't have to be jerks like they're being. That was yep. just uncalled for. I get up and I asked her to do this, and and the people in front of her were like, oh, yeah, let's. she's going to love this, right? I get up and she says, fire! She reposted on her story, and, and I got to actually show her the finished product as well. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Hayden. I couldn't get Ewan because he was doing his COVID protocol yeah. thing because he's in the film. But when I go to see him again, I think he's going to be a little bit more than because he was interested. It was the photo clicks people that said no before he could even say no. Because yeah. when I got Hayden to, I, I had Rosario do the middle stem, and then I was going to have Ewan and then Hayden do the wings. Uh-huh. Hayden, I, I just told Hayden, I'm like, look, I couldn't get Ewan. Rosario said she would beat you up if you didn't do this. He's like, oh, okay. So he, <laughs> he leans over the double tables, and the photo clicks people are pissed. And I'm like, yeah, take that. Yeah cutting you and off that was so annoying oh um so rosario and hayden first in the world for both of those and that's awesome good stuff <laughs> yes all right what else do i got oh okay some more ahsoka stuff speak of the devil so uh i think this is the sabine actress so she was talking about uh some stuff with her and ezra so i didn't really read a lot of this but let's let's see what it says so She's been through a lot. She's still a stubborn cookie. Yes, she is. But I think that you find her at the end of Rebels. She has a huge part of the liberation of, of Lethal, and many regard her as uh, this hero, but she does not feel that way about herself. She's only thinking about obligation towards her friend. So she's got that mission in mind, not her hero status. And she's got a huge journey to go with Ahsoka. So we find her at the start of that. So, yeah, it seems like she's going to be really hell-bent on finding Ezra the whole yeah. show. So that reunion, whenever they eventually find, it's going to be emotional as hell. Well, we even saw her in the trailer. Um, like Sabine walked up to Ahsoka and she was saying like long time or something like that. And yeah. Ahsoka was like, no, like she didn't have the same attitude. She was a little bit kind of reserved. Yep. Um, and the wording in that as well makes it, makes me think it's kind of like the Hera thing we just uh, read Mm-hmm. Where it's like, is is she really going to have that more reclusive role? Or is she actually going to end up going back to her roots and being more adventurous and fighting, I guess? I well, think it's going to be the latter half. <laughs> yeah, and we saw, we saw her fighting in that second trailer. And I cannot wait for that scene. And they said, she, she they allegedly said she has a lot of lightsaber scenes. Like a lot. Because she went Good. through lightsaber training for three months. She had to do three month lightsaber training, awesome. which is I was like hell yes. She was a bearer of the dark saber at one point, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she if that was Ezra's lightsaber and that became her lightsaber. You know. Yeah, yeah, and they also said there's so many rumors and leaks for this, bro. It's ridiculous, but they said that when they do find Ezra, she still keeps his lightsaber, and they're fighting side by side. And she's just using the lightsaber, and Ezra is doing like the Force. What was the Street Fighter, like Hadouken style stuff with the Force, using the Force, okay, like crazy, like Star Killer, like bubble, and then yeah, yeah. So I think we're in for some intense stuff. And man, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. I already know it's gonna, (laughs) it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit so hard. So the last article I believe I have is. Womp, 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 the Star Cruiser Hotel closing. So 
did you ever do this or what do you think about the star cruiser <laughs> well i i think i was with the majority of people when they were saying uh why is it only sequel era yeah um, and i understand like even if it was ot only i would still think to myself like there's something missing right you can't just reserve a specific time period not only specific like era but yeah. it takes place in between like those two movies in between two movies yeah two movies doesn't the, even include the, the yeah the least two favorite movies and uh, yeah it just i don't know i i kind of saw its downfall from the beginning as a, as a lot of people did yeah uh, and it's not a victory i don't everyone's cheering and i'm kind of cheering with them but we all have to remember this is not a victory we lost something star wars um but it, hopefully it's an eye opener for people at disney to be like hey we want Lucasland. we want we want a hotel room where we can look out on mustafar we want like this kind Camino, of stuff right? tatooine we don't want to be limited and, and especially yep. with uh and this goes to the park as well like the it, they limit you on like what costumes you can wear but if you're at the hotel they they don't care as much like yeah. what is that just make it everyone can i know um, man so before this even came out i was like I, I saw the price was crazy but i'm like yo if it's star wars i gotta do it it's gonna be so cool because in my mind i'm picturing all of star wars not just one specific thing yeah and then i know i, I know like the first two three months were sold out i was like damn this is crazy i'll just plan it maybe a year out or something like that and then we got the first videos and i was like what is this and it just kind of like turned me off right away i'm like well i'm good i'll save my money and then you saw in the first three months, more than half got canceled. So it's not for everybody. Now, I know a lot of people did go and they did enjoy it. I have some friends that went and they had a blast, which is great. Yeah, same. But for me, that 5.6 Gs, I'd rather go to Hawaii for a week, put that towards Japan and just splurge over there. I'd rather go to Celebration two and a half times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ex exactly. So, like, there's so much you could do with that amount of money that it has to be like amazing for you to be that reckless to do yeah. that unless you could afford it and, and just don't care but i'm like a regular person so i would have to save up for a long long time if it say if it would have been like prequels or ot or clone wars or mando i probably would have wanted to experience that man but it was very very limited in the scope of what they had on there which doesn't doesn't make sense man limited in the whole era of things like and then just how everything looks as well like the rooms themselves uh were like this generic like star trek uh space. fifth element it looked like yeah. fifth element <laughs> multi-pass yeah exactly yeah uh i don't know man it's not for me i i would have liked to go if anyone would like to go if they were just flown out but they're not gonna the average person is not gonna save up and pay for something like that that's why it went under yeah so yeah which is crazy so the last thing I have I'm going to show you um, is uh, actually it's a lightsaber that we'll be releasing Friday, which is the day that this podcast will be out on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But this lightsaber drops Friday the 26th, 8 a.m. Pacific at Disney Shop, and it should be at the park too, but they're dropping the boy Ezra's lightsaber. Oh, nice. Have you seen this yet? No, I have not. Yeah, so this is dropping on Disney Shop, and it should be at both parks on Friday, I'm guessing. It would have been sick 
I feel it would have been the gun saber that had the gun handle on it that he had oh, in the yeah, first yeah. season or two. The squared off hand. Yeah, grip. Yeah. yeah. But I think they're thinking more along the lines of the Ahsoka show because I'm pretty sure we should see Sabine with this or something very, very similar to this. I mean, it makes sense, especially seeing Sabine with yeah. the, tra- <laughs> the trailer. Um, but I'm actually big into the lightsaber community. Have been for a long time. Uh, like before NeoPixel and that even came out. Yeah. I'm still buddies with like font makers from companies like civilized sabers and christian gale and all that i have a couple over there um but i just for me personally i don't roll with any disney lightsaber Mm. i would rather go to a company that makes the realistic photo prop yeah like buy it empty and then send it to one of my buddies where they can install it with neopixel and stuff like that that way it's a custom project fit it together one of one and that's yours right yeah no, exactly. And those sound so much better and they're so much brighter. Because yeah. I have a couple Disney ones, but like I got the Darth Maul one because I love Darth Maul. And <laughs> I got a crazy deal on it too because the time I went to the park, they were giving away if you bought a lightsaber, you got a free Halcyon lightsaber shield, this big circle thing, right? It's like the dumbest thing in the world to me. Like I was like, what the hell is that? But <laughs> I sold them on eBay for like 70, 80 bucks each. Oh. So literally that cut the price off the saver. So I bought two mall savers to connect it, got two free shields, sold both the shields because I wasn't a huge fan of it and it cut the price in half. And then the only other Disney savers I had when they dropped the Revenge of the Sith dual Anakin Obi-Wan savers in the wooden box that played freaking Battle of the Heroes. When you open it, I was like, I was shocked that Disney Shop had a new release that said Revenge of the Sith on it. It, it blew me away. So I had they to grab like, that. They still acknowledge it to some extent. And you know that was really cool, too, those little limited runs that they do. The uh, the Soka one's cool. Amazing-looking yeah. white box with the, the fulcrum with the symbol music. on it. Yeah. 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 Even the one they just dropped, which I slept on it. I should have got it. And I'm so mad because I didn't know that it did this. But you saw the Cal Kestis one that dropped on May the 4th? In yes. the wooden box, yeah, it changes colors, and none of the other ones really change colors. So it could literally do any color carbon crystal, just like in the game. See, that's the th- that's that's going right back to my point. Like, I would rather have the hilt and then get it yeah, installed yeah. because once you get crystal focus, profi, you know, golden harvest, whatever, smooth swing, flash on clash, tip drag, any sound font you want, fully customizable, any color, any effect, you know, it's, yeah, that's the way to go, in my opinion. Yeah, and man. I and on my Instagram, I spin them all the time. I love it. That's what, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, but yeah, no. th- those are definitely super cool. And, and like you're saying, the Revenge of the Sith package. Are you kidding me? Yeah, man. I was yeah, I had to. So yes, that's pretty much everything I have. You have anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I'm pretty good here. Thanks for yeah. having me on. No, man. So I appreciate your time. Um, this was fun. Thanks for coming on. But that'll be it for this episode of Sip Talk. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.